Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings and good morning to you from News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mark Lawrence here on the On the Mark program. Rob Center is our fabulous producer. He's able to diagnose all the dilemmas that I cause, and so we always appreciate that. Now, Mr. Ben Reichley is across from me, Republican committee person, co-owner of uh, an ESOP facility around this uh, region. He and 200 of his uh, closest coffee mates in the morning are involved. And 22 plus. Is that what it is? And the number's going up. So yeah, as more, you, you, you see a lot of projects underway. So infrastructure-oriented businesses. Just hired a, a good young man from uh, Seals Grove who starts on Monday. Uh, but uh, things are, uh, as George Jefferson would say, <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> okay, well, super. All right. So that is uh, Ben Reichley, but uh, he is, uh, you could see his name on a ballot from time to time, because that's how committee mm-hmm. persons uh, get to be who they are. Uh, later on, we'll join, be joined by another person who's had their name on the ballot, and that is Jordy Comas is coming in. He's from Lewisburg. He's on the council. Uh, I always call him a democratic activist. Uh, he is a uh, podcaster, uh, so their barnstorming uh, podcast is just... Uh, a super thing to listen to if you want a good analysis of what's going on in the world. Uh, we're, we can talk about the Democratic candidates for president again today or the uh, Rush Limbaugh's latest controversy. One element, of course, is uh, is not too happy with uh, Pete Buttigieg um, potentially running for office, so we can talk about that. And another thing that uh, is that one of the Bucknell University professors tweeted out last week that he wished death on Rush Limbaugh. So uh, what, what what did you say before we started the show? This these are the tolerance capitals of the world on on college campuses. Well, as your shirt says, and uh, <laughs> I see some of the other. Uh, yes. Uh, dis- I guess you guys aren't really disc jockeys. Uh, uh, some of the Announcers. other uh, on-air talent walking around uh, the uh, station. It says "Be kind" on your shirt. Um, I gotta be very upfront. If you gotta tell people to be kind or you got to tell people you're happy that they're your neighbors mm-hmm. or you got to tell people that you aren't this or are that or miss this miss that it's already too late uh, yeah what, what, at what point are we getting to be hold it uh do unto others as you would have went done unto yourself i know i've paraphrased that but uh again and maybe this professor i guess his seems to be his nickname is be the bewildered bison i would say uh, mm-hmm. yeah uh to, to do a degree but uh no interesting i you know people when you see people uh bumper stickers on their cars it's pretty interesting you have uh of all you know all areas whatever you want to promote you want to promote your sports team you want to promote your honor student you want to promote that your school your, uh, your son beat up uh your neighbor's honor student you know you see what? you see all these stickers on that the one coexists. Oh, that's right my son beat up your honor student yeah the uh 
uh, you know, the ones, uh, you know, coexist. Again, those are like the people that, you know, coexist with themselves, but intolerant of somebody who might disagree with them. So, Mark, if you don't mow, you and I are neighbors, and you choose to mow your lawn on Tuesday, and I choose to mow my lawn on Friday, we can probably still coexist. Mm. Well, yeah, but don't blow the clippings on my side and don't start at 6.30 a.m. 7 is okay, but 6.30 is too early. Okay. Or we could coordinate and be uh, bipartisan. Right, and, and just destroy the neighborhood quiet for a, the same hour. Yeah, and start at 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings. And after we're done, we can both look at our clippings, admire our yards, and enjoy a Bloody Mary. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's our toll-free line. We would just love to hear from you. Uh, we also have in the news today the U.S. Attorney General William Barr, of course, making uh, saying out loud, which is a little bit surprising, but saying out loud what is obvious, that it's very difficult for people in the administration to do their work with the president tweeting out uh, controversial and contradictory information all the time. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, they all work for them. So if you don't get along with your yeah, boss, I'm I, not sure I would tweet. About uh, it. I, I think it was a positive that uh, you know William Barr feels secure in his job. That he says, "Hey, you know this didn't help me." The president feels that he has a right to say what he wants to. Uh, very interesting what's going on in this Stone case uh, coming out of the jury now, and also if you look at uh, what Roger Stone's crimes were, uh, what Paul Manafort's crimes were, uh, they weren't related uh, in in many ways to the Trump organization. They were related to things. In in the past, or misinformation, as they call process crimes, uh, by the FBI, and you look at an FBI that's very tainted in in general. Uh, you know, the, the trust of the FBI has been, uh, I, I think, greatly reduced by the. Uh, their actions and uh, what the uh, American public is looking at them as. Uh, a tried and true organization for, for many decades, rank and file, very good. However, their upper management and leadership, uh, very, uh, very questionable on, on their actions, and many of them have been fired or many of them have been uh, demoted. Well, one of our listeners this week called for an investigation and prosecution of, uh, or at least an apology from uh, Comey. So. Maybe we'll get that as time goes on. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We thank you for joining us for us for On the Mark. It is the 14th day of February, and we're halfway through the month of February, literally. And, oh, no, we got a mm. 29th day. Never mind. We're noon, almost halfway noon. through. Noon yeah, today. Noon, it'll be happen. halfway through. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. It just flipped over to February, which I was uh, glad to see that we got uh, the coldest part of the winter over with, even though it was the mildest January on record. But uh, nonetheless, we're halfway through February now. And uh, it is the 14th day, which is Valentine's Day, so that means something. We're also wrapping up the kindness campaign, so we're talking about the death threats against uh, various uh, public officials lately. So, And the uh, kindness, kindness campaign game. is what exactly? <coughs> oh. I haven't heard. Uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, uh, just mm. encouraging people to ha say an encouraging word, say hi to new people all the time, uh, to sort of be the thousand points of lights that your uh, favorite president once talked about back in the day, George H.W. Bush, and to um, uh, post something positive on social media. You know, it takes a lot more energy to be negative and, and antagonistic and, uh, you know, so pick on people. So people are negative and antagonistic and bullying. Someday, oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. You 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 haven't heard? <laughs> you haven't paid attention to talk radio lately? 
I I have and I've traveled, but I see uh, a lot more positives going on. I I, I see some of the uh, the frowns coming from the progressives and uh, some of the uh, people that uh, have been told the world might end in three to five years, six years, ten years. But hold it, that was Al Gore in two thousand and one, right? And uh, oh, did he predict? Yeah. What, what what what's happening now? So uh, <clears throat> like I said, I'm always interested in these these programs so now you you have to remind people to be kind they're just not kind don't have to it's okay. a volunteer he, okay. he, they don't have to remind mm. people Aren't they've just chosen to do so certainly trying to be kind without being reminded to be kind uh not always okay. no I, I like this especially when i'm driving i i get irritated all the time so i need to relax a little well, bit use my turn signals and my wipers see? more frequently and and relax do you uh I, I thought those people driving by you are telling you you're number one. I assume they are. myself. I, I thought they were being kind. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the guys you see waving a gun at you, they are just showing you that they bought a Glock recently and they're hey, super happy with they're, it. They're uh, Second Amendment folks. Hey, I'm a Second Amendment folk. Let me wave this gun at you. By the way, you cut me off again and I'll show you how it works. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? Just don't cut people off. Use your turn signal. This vehicle is a Second uh, Amendment sanctuary I area. think the best insurance I think we have is uh, insured by Smith & Wesson. Mm. I don't know if you can buy that at Purdy Insurance. You can but buy you the can stickers. Call I've seen up. that. Okay. This house insured and patrolled by uh, Smith & Wesson. Okay. Be kind. Give a hug. It's uh, history month of diff- various groups, I see. So this is a busy, busy, busy. It's Black History Month. Black History Month. Uh, LGBT. Q History Month, I believe. Some oh, other it? history months. Who knew? Um, also, Boy, uh, Rush must be super irritated. All this. Day. Yeah, I heard you the other day traveling to Harrisburg. So you you have him labeled a racist? I, th- I believe he is. Yeah. I okay. mean, you, you just can tell from his or the evidence is in his remarks. I, I as I said on the air, I hope you heard this too. I don't know what's in his heart, but nobody mm-hmm. does. But I honestly think that uh, his remarks are and um, his and and that's all right that's not illegal that's his thing uh, he was deserving we we talked about this on Monday the idea of the Medal of Freedom um, or the uh, yeah the Medal of Freedom honor that he received uh, he qualifies mm-hmm. much more so than uh, <laughs> as near as we could tell Joe Biden we couldn't really seem to come up with a criteria why Joe Biden received it other than that President Obama knew that he was going to run for president it would be a good thing on his resume. I don't believe former President Obama wanted him to run for president, to be oh, honest okay. with you. Well, yeah, that could uh, be I think he's going to come out, unfortunately, with uh, uh, ego got in front of reality for uh, Mr. Biden, and uh, he could have uh, been a statesman within the Democratic Party, but his true colors are coming out. I mean, as uh, I believe Bob Gates, uh, former CIA uh, director uh, said uh, Joe Biden has been wrong about every foreign policy issue. Supposedly, then uh, Senator Obama, running for uh, president, brought him on to secure his foreign policy. But you've seen the scenarios in Ukraine and China, which President Obama put 
then Vice President Joe Biden in charge of. Uh, you know, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, swimming naked, w- you know, with your Secret Service agents around uh, might be um, one of his highlights. But uh, it, it seems strange. Joe Biden did that. Yeah. Oh with, my with gosh, but that's anyway, disgusting. Uh, you know, he got back to nature, and getting back to Where nature feels that? good. That it could be many places, but uh, no. Uh, you know, when you when you look at, uh, like I said. The Democratic. Let's let, let's jump through. I know we're going to take a break here. Well, you know, let's jump through the Democratic candidates, and uh, these people have been uh, falling off the wagon uh, for uh, since. Uh, who, who got out first? I want to say Gillibrand got out first, but anyway. So you you see what what has happened, and uh, you know it's probably coming down to are they going to uh, uh, do to Bernie what they did to Bernie last time in the Democratic Party? And uh, is Bloomberg their only hope? So, again, if we look at it, the Republican establishment and the Democratic establishment cannot come up with candidates within their groups. For the Republicans, it was positive that a person like Donald Trump stood up and said, no, no, I'm going to go lead this country because the country's leadable. You folks in the Republican Party has been, you know, screwing around here for, for too many years. Democrats now are are in the same boat. Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat. He was an independent, whatever else you want to put on that. So there's a possibility, unless they do to him what they did again, Bernie Sanders will be the Democrat. That's two anti-Republican Democratic people that are could be running for president or be president. Uh, and, and, you know, when the Democrats then do to Bernie what they're probably going to do, then they're going to have to turn to Bloomberg. Well, the so presidency is open to citizens who fit the criteria. You don't have to be a Democrat or Republican. You just have to be a citizen. Very hard not to. Very hard not to. But the establishment, he, what this shows over the last 30 years, I think Reagan, I would say, let's go back to 1980. So let's go back to Reagan and then after. So let's say 32 years. It shows the lack of political will to work for the people. Democrat or Republican to do what the people and I say this to to uh, some of the legislators in Harrisburg when asked uh, you know you offer your opinion when asked what are you doing to make Pennsylvanians' lives better hmm. what is the state Senate doing to make Pennsylvanians' lives better Philadelphia Pittsburgh Snyder County Potter County Lackawanna County w- how are we better doing? off for the Republican leadership and the governor's leadership in okay. Harrisburg now take that to, take that goose to, egg well take that <laughs> to Washington zero. so now what happens is well, the Obama administration was f- the final straw for a lot of folks and that's where Donald Trump came from it wasn't a Republican it was a doer it was somebody who says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to address these concerns. I'm going to address illegal immigration. I'm going to address unfair trade. Well, why? Always a man of action, right? So, so you get that. So now the Democrats, look at, look at the traditional Democratic folks, and we'll put Sanders in there half and half. Who, who, who do they have? I mean, some of those campaigns, and if Buttigieg is the guy who ran a second or third tier city in Indiana and ran it maybe average at best, He's now going to be commander-in-chief and sit in and, and, and run a country. I mean, that, that's, that's well, isn't a running pretty for big president step. open to any no, it's citizen. Open. Right. It's so, open. But well, then they all qualify. Well, they qualify per se, but do they but have... Not in your view. No. No. Right. Do they have what it takes to be able to lead? And, uh, you know, right now... Well, there's now, no President Trump. There's no argument about well, that. Well, he's a doer. And that's a good you, thing. You can say, well... Uh, well he's a man of action, right? Well, but, but is Buttigieg a man of action? No. 
Well, I don't know that you need to be precisely like President Trump uh, to be the leader of uh, the U.S. Uh, we've had a lot of good presidents before President Trump who uh, we're very glad to say were not President Trump. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be a Trump in order to be a good leader. Let's take that break you mm-hmm. promised, but we would just love to talk to uh, uh, opinions right now. We're talking about the presidential Democratic uh, candidates that are out there. And uh, let's see, Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar came out of New Hampshire with uh, some pretty good numbers of votes she, there. She, so. She's probably bettering herself in the future. For you her find her an needs. acceptable candidate? She could run? Uh, no, I, I think th- there's acceptable candidates based on who they can get vote for him. So, you know, these these people out there, but she's she's benefiting her political career in the future. One of our one of our listeners said, "Good morning, President Trump was a Democrat before changing parties." Yeah, and you know what I say to that? There's a saying, "When you were young and you don't have some liberal in you, you're probably um l- let's say it this way, uh, when you're young and you don't have some liberalness in you, you probably don't have a heart. <laughs> when you're older and you don't go. have some conservative in you, you probably. better check your brain. <laughs> you better, okay, gotcha. So, so right. again, and remember, Reagan was a uh, Democrat uh, also before uh, before he changed. So, Bra- brainy liberals and conservatives may now call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our open telephone line. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You're welcome to email us at onthemarketwkok.com and do as two individuals have done. That's text us at seven zero two three six. Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes. And they start as low as 21960 <laughs> Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just 33965 Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Jordy, are you ready to talk to us? Good morning. Good morning. Jordy Comas is here. Am I saying your last name 100% right? Comas. Comas, okay. Uh, Lewisburg Borough Council member, active uh, podcaster, making sure that he and some of the other good Democrats and others up in Lewisburg and uh, throughout the state find voice from time to time. My favorite uh, podcast was recorded at Canopel's Grove's Amusement oh, yes. Resort. <laughs> Honestly, Peter was great with uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Fetterman uh, doing a super job. So, yeah, welcome aboard. Uh, Lewisburg Borough Council member, so you got uh, that on your resume. Uh, I actually got promoted. I'm I'm the vice chair now. Oh no, kidding! Wow, <laughs> super. All right, well, good. Uh, I mean, uh, you stay uh, too late at a yeah, personality. right. <laughs> that you has make, happened to me. I'm, I'm you make made eye, this. You make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Any other things on your resume you want to talk about that you've done? Um, You're I'm, a busy guy. Well, yeah, I am. Um, sure, thank you. Um, I um, 
Well, I've been, if you're somebody out there who's interested in social change um, and organizing, there's a new online publication called The Forge, uh, Organizing Strategy and Practice, that was started by a friend of mine who worked for the Center for Popular Democracy, which is a national organization that uh, engages with people to build people power. Um, so The Forge is trying to bring together um, like politics, the practice of organizing, and like book reviews. Anyway, I'm on the publishing committee for that, so that's you know that's been fun and interesting. So if you check out the Forge organizing, uh, you can see uh, the articles there. I assume for a split second it's any of my business. Is that a paid gig for you? No. Okay, <laughs> you do a lot of good volunteer work, though. That's that's for sure. So uh, I'm s- I'm self-employed and very poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, hopefully your lovely bride takes good care of you. Well, right. Uh, th- th- that's the truth. So, well, thanks for coming in. And, of course, Ben Reikley is with us. We got a call. Oh, I'm sorry. We lost our caller. Mm. Uh, we had a caller standing oh, by. Uh, give us a buzz right back. We very much appreciate that. He was expressing good interest in so uh, talking quick, about. So, what did you and Joe discuss the professor at Susquehanna? No, that has not yet come oh. up yet. Okay. Uh, we had a professor from Bucknell University. This is according to The College Fix. It says a professor from Bucknell University tweeted last week that he wished death on Rush Limbaugh, uh, Michael Drex. Wexler, a professor of American literature, posted on Twitter, quote, Rush Limbaugh is one of the worst people to ever walk this planet. He's a scar on this nation, deserving only to be plucked out and fed to eagles. Medal of shame, badge of dishonor, death thou too shalt die, exclamation point, unquote. Uh, the tweet, which came one day after the nationally recognized talk show host announced his advanced lung cancer diagnosis, was one of several left-wing social media posts celebrating Limbaugh's late-stage cancer cancer. The College Fix, which is an online publication uh, put out by some young people, got in contact with a Bucknell University spokesman who says uh, that is, of course, not Bucknell's official viewpoint, but is only those of Mr. Drexler. Uh, When the College Fix contacted Drexler regarding his tweet, he first denied having posted anything attacking Limbaugh. When reminded of the content of the tweet, he declined to comment. The Limbaugh tweet is not the first time Drexler has taken a social media to vent against conservatives. He recently tweeted about how he questions the humanity of several prominent Republicans who defeated President Trump, who defended President Trump, pardon me, uh, and he called Republican Senator Marco Rubio a maggot on Twitter after the lawmaker criticized Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision to rip up a copy of Trump's uh, State of the Union speech. Last year, he posted multiple attacks on uh, Pennsylvania Republican Congressman Fred Keller, whose district includes Lewisburg, where Bucknell is located, insinuating in one that he should be hanged, Drexler deleted these tweets, uh, but uh, there are screenshots of them in the online version of The Fix. So you have sent him a half dozen to a dozen Be Kind shirts? <laughs> I did call him this week, oh, but he has okay. declined to, well, <laughs> to he talk denied, to us. First of all, he denied it, then it's out there. That sort of starts to show you the uh, makeup. Uh, but, you know, again, as we said earlier, these are the people that are so tolerant until uh, there's a little disagreement, and then the intolerance yeah. comes out. So, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. I, uh, I find myself always agreeing with you, Ben. You're one of the co-hosts where politically I always... I don't think I ever disagreed with anything you talk about. Wow. That's unusual. But... Uh, I think most people that don't like Trump just don't get it. I don't know where they have their head at. Is 
I can't figure it out. I met a guy the other day. He never voted in his life. And he said, this year, or I'm going to vote for the first time in my life, and I'm going to vote for President Trump because of what he's done. This man described himself as a hard-working taxpayer, I'd say middle-aged, and, and he gets it. But Trump did so much for our country in the short three years. I, my head's spinning, and I'm not tired of winning yet, Ben, are you? Well, that one thing about it is, is you know, be 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 careful from the standpoint that uh, uh, there are uh, groups of folks who feel, you know, politicians. If, if if political people do something, now all of a sudden they're accountable and they have to do something else. So, you know, a lot of these politicians, Republicans and Democrats, have gone to Washington, as Mark and I just talked about earlier about Harrisburg, and uh, you know, they get into the uh, status quo. And, uh, you know, getting reelected seems to be the priority. Improving the lives for their constituents seems to be maybe fourth or fifth on their priority list. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, right now the Trump administration is, is pushing things along. You can disagree with policies, uh, but he's, he's pushing, uh, you know, agendas uh, that uh, he discussed. And, uh, you know, there are some, some Republicans down there that get uneasy when they have to uh, do some work uh, for the Democrats. Democrats, um, you have to question the ability of them to do work that benefits the country. But again, uh, you know, it, it, you know, beware the political animal, because that has eaten our lunch, our breakfast, lunch, and dinner for now uh, decades. And I think uh, hopefully times are changing, as Bob Dylan says. Thank you so much, Dan. Appreciate the call. Yeah, your Be Kind sticker just fell off. This is not working out. <laughs> <laughs> Being kind. You are listening to On the Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show, uh, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We thank them for their sponsorship. Please do check out your next vehicle at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565 during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings and welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. Right at the moment, we've been talking about Rush Limbaugh, but we're going to talk about some Democratic candidates. We can talk about the Attorney General William Barr with uh, lots of concerns about the president's tweets. And f- strangely enough, the president hasn't tweeted today. So I guess he finally it's Valentine's got... Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's busy focusing wife. on Melania. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that's Wouldn't what's you? happening on our show so far. Wouldn't you be with your lovely wife if you were president on Valentine's Day? Oh, I've sent out hundreds of tweets so far. So, <laughs> On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's so 1-800-795-9565. You are welcome to email us at onthemark at wkok.com and you can text us at 70236 as a couple of folks have done. So we'll read those on 
the radio. So we'd very much like to hear from you today. Uh, we have Jordy Comas here, who is uh, from Lewisburg. He's on the vice chair of the borough council now, podcaster and uh, just an active Democrat and always encouraging uh, voters on any side of the aisle to turn their interests into action and make sure you get involved and, and try to get That's stuff like done. That's like the nicest thing anyone said about me. Thank oh, you. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> well, yeah. And, well, I feel strongly about being a good Democrat, but I don't do anything. I don't run for office. I don't support candidates or donate money or anything. I just yak about them on the radio, but that's just work, you know? So. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, you mentioned Valentine's Day. You didn't ask me on here for relationship advice, but I'm going to give you some, which is the, the best decision my wife and I made like 20 years ago was to just ignore Valentine's Day. It's reduced the amount of stress by an incredible amount. So well, every day is Valentine's Day at my house. So. <laughs> right. All right. So there's, there's, it's not advice. That's just good information. Jeez, I didn't think I was going to cry today. I'm starting to tear up, Mark, with that last Right. Time. You're becoming a snowflake just yeah, being yeah. around us. Yeah. Th- that be kind t-shirt is sinking into you. I think it is. See, that's why we say it. Cause eventually if you can say it, you can become it. State police aren't saying much about it, but they do say they investigated a crash involving a police car in Lewisburg recently. Troopers say on Wednesday of this week, a police car whose driver and department they will not disclose was involved in a traffic stop around 7 p.m. on St. Anthony Street. That's when the cruiser was hit by a passing car. They do say uh, the motorist who hit it is Dylan Houseconnect of Middleburg. Uh, hit the rear driver's side of the cruiser. Houseconnect may have had injuries and that he was cited for not passing the active police scene cautiously. Troopers are withholding all of their details on that traffic stop. The driver of the police car, the department involved, we are trying to get more information on that. Do you happen to know what happened there, Jordy, since you're kind of in the know? No. Okay. Uh, I'm, I mean, I did drive on to that, actually, and I was wondering what it was. Um, okay. But, um, you know, it, people need to be careful <clears throat> passing. sounds like it was an incident of passing uh, mm-hmm. ar- around the, um, the scene. Uh, you know, I find in, in general in Lewisburg, uh, even since I've moved there, you know, everyone should just try and drive, you know, try and drive 20, and it will probably feel slow. But, you know, ask yourself, um, is driving 30 really going to get you to giant seven seconds faster? I mean, what, you know, what are you doing? Um, well, yes, it will. But is it <laughs> okay, true, but does that matter? <laughs> oh, you mean literally speaking, I <laughs> Well, suppose. you know what? Lewisburg's a beautiful community. Drive 20 miles an hour and take it in. There you go. You know, enjoy. But pay attention to the road yeah. also. Right. And remember to your other drivers. Right. Be kind. Okay, sound Mark, advice. I, I wanted to pivot back to this. Let me finish the headlines oh, real sorry, quick. Sorry. Okay, but hold mm-hmm. that, hold that. Susan Mathias, CEO of Transitions, talking about the Farrell Family Center, which is in Sunbury, not as the name implies. It's not uh, re-domesticated families. <laughs> it's families that are needing a justice place uh, to hand off kids. What happens very often at time of separation and divorce, uh, which is a very tempestuous time, children get exposed to a lot of trauma. We decided we wanted to open the Custody Exchange and Visitation Center and found this perfect location in Sunbury, the first Reformed church, and we've been working with them, and so they offered us the parsonage that we rent from them, and we fully renovated it. We're starting off with custody exchange initially, and then we're going to have visitation as soon as we get the visitation rooms completely done. All right, and that's Susan Mathias uh, talking about the Feral Justice Center in Sunbury. Yes, uh, um, um, 
Ben had to point it out that if we get him a cat, it would be the feral cat that would be at the Justice Center. Nicely done, sir. Thank you. Uh, she was on a recent WKOK Sunrise. You can hear the interview on our podcast page. The U.S. Attorney General William Barr has uh, taken a public swipe at President Donald Trump, saying the president's tweets about Justice Department prosecutors and cases make it impossible for me to do my job, unquote. Barr made the comment during an interview with ABC, and they had, uh, the Justice Department had initially recommended a court filing that Trump's longtime ally and confidant Roger Stone be sentenced to seven to nine years in prison, but the next day the Justice Department took the extraordinary step of lowering the amount of prison time that it would uh, seek from Stone. And if you wonder where the president is this weekend, Daytona International Speedway going to be a little more crowded than usual Sunday with the Secret Service. The White House and track officials have confirmed President Donald Trump will attend NASCAR season opening race. That's great. He's taking the Secret Service to the race? Uh, yeah. That'll be a nice, they'll be He's in the taking stands them, together. They're taking him, I guess, would be. Uh, I'll tell you what, there'll be some rubbing and racing going on down there. And, uh, Mark, you'll probably uh, put on your American flag bandana, open up a Paps Blue Ribbon, and sit there and watch them boys run around that track. Uh, let's see. One of our listeners sends us a text. Says, there you go again. Mark calling Limbaugh racist without context reporting of statements he supposedly said. As I've said to your show, as I've said, his show producer is black. Oh, that's... So uh, he can't be racist because he has a black a, man on his staff. Yeah, but it's uh, the guy's name and it's Bo Sturdley's his Snurdly stage right. name. But, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's sort of hard to All be. All right. So anyway, his show is uh, producer's black and your statement that maybe he's still doing that job because he can't get another is soft bigotry of low expectations. That's shameful, says oh, our geez, good. Mark. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what I you said You got there. the isms, the bigotries. What else do you want to get marked up here? What do you got there, Jordan? Well, uh, you know, um, I'm a little concerned about the reading of this um, large chunks of this article from this uh, website, the, the College Fix. Uh, I think, you know, we live in an era of... Um, sort of weaponized information and people not really doing much due diligence. Um, uh, you know, if you read the quote, I mean, I would just ask you two, how is it that the, the tweet from Michael Drexler is encouraging the death of Rush Limbaugh? I mean, you read it out loud. Do you see that as encouraging the death? Do you have the tweet in front of you? I, Can I see that? Yeah. yeah. Right there it says it. Okay, I'm sorry. It, it, it says, I one? hope R Rush Limbaugh dies. Uh, hold on a second. Rush Limbaugh is one of the worst people to ever walk the planet. He's a scar to the nation, deserving only to be plucked out and fed to eagles. Yes. Medal of shame, badge of dishonor, death, thou too shalt die. Yeah, plucked out and fed to eagles. Maybe you're probably not living after that plucking, but maybe you So you are. don't think he's happy about the death, or, or what's the question again? I mean, first of all, I would hope, you know, the student, I assume it's a student from this website, Thomas Aquinas, who's famous 13th century philosopher. <laughs> I didn't know that. I looked it up. Mm -hmm. But famous for arguing about the importance of reason, didn't even do the most basic Google search of that quote. The quote is from John Donne's sonnet, Death Be Not Proud. Uh, and uh, if you'll indulge a few lines of poetry, this is the, the last stanza or so. Uh, and, and in this po poem, uh, John Donne is having a conversation with death as an entity. Death is a character. So thou is death. Thou art slave to fate, chance, kings, and desperate men. And dust with poison, war, and sickness dwell. And poppy or charms can make us sleep as well. And better than thy stroke, why, why swellest thou then? One short sleep past, we wake eternally, and death shall be no more. Death, thou shalt die. The poem is about what is beyond death and what lives beyond death. 
Uh, and you can see that in um, We Wake Eternally and Death Shall Be No More. So what is eternal is what he's talking about. And at the first reading, you know, John Donne was famous for writing religious poetry that had multiple meanings. So he's talking about uh, heaven, but he's also talking about things that are greater than death. And this tweet from Michael Drexler is about Rush Limbaugh's legacy. And he's saying it's a medal of shame. It's a badge of dishonor. Death, to thou, death thou too shall die. He's saying those are the things that will live beyond uh, Rush Limbaugh's life. So, you know, we he's can not have celebrating a, a possible death. Well, no, being, he's not being plucked out and fed to the eagles. Well, well that's just mean spirited, but it's not really wishing him dead. Okay, so if an eagle plucks you, <laughs> it's not ideal, but it doesn't kill you. I would. I mean, think. do you well, think the standard? Do you think the standard should always be we only read things yeah. uh, literally? Literally, this man is an English professor, uh, and he's clearly writing in literary okay, terms. He's an English professor. Let's go to the next some of his uh, English literature. No, but can wrote. we just agree? Welcome to the disdain ben, of ben history. Smooch on all this dust mites. I'm sure Trump will pardon you unless he's in jail and you have to join him there. You are a tool. That's what he said about Fred Keller. Yeah. That's 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 English literature to its highest, isn't it? Fred Keller is a tool. Strap him on. What a terrible human. I'm out of rope. What's left of the rope? Hey, Fred Keller, do you think no one is paying attention? You are a traitor. I hope you die in jail. You are rot. Nothing better than a poisonous mushroom. This is a classic trope, I think, of a lot of, uh, uh, I'm going to say, right-wing media, which is to focus well, on he the did, critic. He didn't do this? Of course he did it. Well, then, you know, and here's you the die point. in jail? Here's the point. We're not talking about what Rush, Rush Limbaugh's legacy is. We're having an argument about what the meaning of this critic of Rush Limbaugh is. And we're not talking about Fred Keller's actions. I'm pretty sure based on the timing of those tweets, he's talking about when Fred Keller made a big scene about storming the uh, the secure communications facility as if he was like a, a, a righteous civil, um, civil engaging in an act of righteous civil disobedience. Uh, this had to do with the impeachment inquiry in the House when he himself sat on those committees. So Fred Keller was a tool of the right-wing media saying that there's something not right about this process when it was a completely correct process. So, Ben, as usual, you want to talk about the critic, but you don't want to talk no, about the underlying No, I got to talk about what, what's the reality of this professor. And, you know, Rubio, a magnet, look at, you're calling him a maggot, look at this. You know, you, you're, you're trying to gloss over what what this person's doing you're, and make you're it trying like to, it you're trying to You're this trying to say that this man wants his death. This guy is a, well, you he will does die not in jail. say that. He ben, does. he does not say, jail. he does not say that Rush I Limbaugh hope you will die in jail. That's what he said about Fred Keller. This person is what he's been called out to because he didn't have the Hoyas to step up when he was called by this to say, yes, I said this, I stand behind it. He denied it. Then when they brought it out, he says, oh yeah, I did say that. I would that is a meaningless professor at an academic university that Bucknell should be ashamed of and call him for what he is. That, he, he, that, that is mean human spirit, and he's a hypocrite. Hold on, man. Go and ahead, that's Al. That's what he is. I'll weigh in on this him. topic. Hey, Go ahead. That's the uh, truth about okay. this Okay. I'm, I'm here now. Go ahead. Uh, anyways, uh, they're intolerant of God's commandments and his uh, faithful followers. Uh, they just don't want to hear it, and uh, we don't do this for fame or anything. I, I'm a big component of life is precious and everybody should be treated the same. Whether, whether I would be Christian man or not, that's still a good way to live. Um, and these people that want to go ahead and wish somebody dead, that's what it sounds like to me and any common man um, like Rush Limbaugh where he says every day 
I have talent on loan from God. And his goal in life here is to bring out the truth and to try and keep that faith of his so he can have eternal life instead of living in infancy like we are living on now on this earth. We will enjoy true peace and true love if we follow our Holy Spirit and God go forward. All right, we got and you. And I believe that's what we're up to. Well, thank you so much, Al. I appreciate that. that. Somebody's yeah. not happy with your remarks, though, Al. One of our listeners says, "Wow, leftist, well, pro- one well, leftist propaganda on display today, Mark." So they don't like you, or they don't like Ben's uh, remarks. I'm not sure which. Or somebody. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much, Al. Appreciate that. We'll take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're glad to say Jordy Comos is here, ultra informed on this, and with some great corrective information about the assumption that this calls for the death of uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh. It does not in fact do that, so we really appreciate that. <laughs> Context well, is well, everything. Well, those eagles don't have beaks that right. they're plucking. <laughs> right. Ben, I'm just going to remember the next time that somebody says something figuratively that you agree with, and I take it literally. <laughs> oh, no, take it. That, that's fine, but call this professor for what he is. I will call Trump for what he is. He, well, I'm sorry, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is an entertainer. He's a phenomenally successful entertainer who helped to blur the lines between news and public discourse and entertainment, and people love it, but uh, I do not see that he is somebody uh, worthy of the, what the Medal of Freedom is supposed to be about. I heard you all saying earlier about Biden. I don't know a lot about Biden's record. I kind of agree with you. I looked through the list of who's gotten the Medal of Freedom, and there's some, there's some, you know, real Mother Teresa. You know, that's Mother that's Teresa. That's that the president. It's, it's something a president can do. Uh, president Obama chose to give Joe Biden one. President Trump's story. Right, it's up to what, the what, president. What, what Rush Limbaugh has done, I don't think he's blurred the lines. I think he's let people see here's one set. Here's another set, and now here it is. He's unblurred it because the media bias, the media's agenda was then called out. And so now you have both sides to look at, make your choice on which you think is better. And I think that's about as equitable and fair as you can get. All right, we need more comers. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. Call us immediately. All four lines are open. Uh, we're kind of discussing Rush Limbaugh and a good Bucknell professor who's got some <laughs> tweets that are pretty pointed, so he's not a a fan of state uh, U.S. Congressman uh, Fred Keller, nor of uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh. So we can talk about that. Uh, you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Answer the question, should Rush Limbaugh have received that medal or not? Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes. And they start as low as $21,960. (laughs) Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century.
Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about a Bucknell University professor who has declined to come on WKOK's On the Mark program to call in or be on the show. Uh, talking about uh, his tweets saying Rush Limbaugh is one of the first worst people to ever walk the planet. Uh, we also called up again the criteria for this Medal of Freedom, and it's individuals who have made especially meritorious contributions to the security or national interests of America, to world peace, or to cultural or other significant public or private endeavors, which we think as a panel we've pretty much determined that means what, Jordy? Oh, just about anything. Everything. Okay, right. So, so therefore, Joe Biden would qualify, and of course, it makes it uh, pretty clear that Rush Limbaugh would qualify. I think single-handedly saying, saving uh, hundreds of small-town AM radio stations, uh, WMLP included, is certainly a noteworthy uh, accomplishment, even if you do so. Irritating quite a few people, myself well, there's, included. There's, I think there's irritating, um, and then there's uh, off-air. You know, Ben was was saying that Rush Limbaugh was a major figure in the. You said I think revitalization or the rise of uh, AM and talk radio as a format. And syndicated, uh, syndicated, syndicated talk radio, right? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know the stats on that, but that seems incontrovertible. Uh, incontrovertible. So I, I agree. I think though, you know, for something like a, a presidential medal of freedom. Uh, you have to think about how many are given, and any time you give an award, the more it's given or who it's given to, you know, can either uh, elevate the meaning of that award or lower it. I mean, you know, we, we you know we can talk about uh, sort of the culture of well, everybody gets a certificate. Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks among the previous recipients. Right, right. Joe uh, Biden. Right. Um, and uh, but in terms of the total picture of Rush Limbaugh, I mean, these are a couple of things that is that is actually sourced. I know that there's been some misinformation floating around about people saying things that Rush Limbaugh might have said that that were racist that were not accurate. But these are sourced. So here's a lovely one. Have, this is Rush Limbaugh. Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? Or the NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice robberies. And that's just a small subsample of the kind of um, you know, it's appealing. People like it. Is it ennobling? Is it accurate? No. I mean, there's direct racism, and then there's what we can call dog whistle. And, you know, trying to link uh, one of the uh, a political leader in the Democratic Party, uh, in, uh, Jesse invented. Jackson, to say that all criminals look like, composite pictures of criminals look like Jesse Jackson, I don't know how to take that besides Or the racist. NBA looks like a mob of thubs yeah. or, or bloods and crips. Uh, but every NFL game looks like, I have that one too, it looks like a game between the bloods and the crips without any weapons. I mean, how is that not racist? Gangs. You know, you can like them, but just tell me, how is that not racist? I don't understand. Well, are you talking about the actions of the people? Just the words. Are you talking about Purely that? the, so words. Yeah, just the and words. And I would have no problem that, Jordy, you would you would go to the nth degree to find that out because it was a conservative getting it. And so it's interesting that the press, look how the press has covered this. Look how the press covered Joe Biden's. And, and you'll see that. And, and that just, Joe just Biden's shows. Joe Biden's what? Is Congressional Medal, uh-huh. as we're talking about, I believe. I don't even remember. I'm getting it. So, <laughs> so again, so the, the uh, hypocrisy well, we runs deep and wide. And if, if Rush Limbaugh is a racist, then should be a racist. But then let's go back and look at the racism on the other side. Sure. Let, let, let's look at Joe Biden telling uh, people that uh, how they're going to go back in chains. Uh, so, again, hypocrisy is deep and wide. Right, one of our listeners sends us a text says, tell us why Joe Biden deserved the medal 
title of, of freedom. Well, we don't know for sure. We uh, we didn't cover it at the time, but apparently, uh, if he made significant contributions to cultural or other significant public or private endeavors, how long was he a U.S. senator? That's got to count for something. So, well, then every uh, U.S. senator should get one after two terms. Bob Casey, well, you know, Bob Casey, Medal of Freedom. A, uh, Joe Biden was a good age. He, so he made great contributions to his son's bank account. Okay. Uh, uh, As we've seen. Mike, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for checking in. Hey, a lot of good stuff this morning, man. Uh, that statement that was just attributed to Joe Biden, that uh, he warned people that uh, they were going to end up in back in change, when did that happen? It was at a stump speech, uh, pull the day, I want to say October 15, I don't think it was. It was uh, when he, he made the comment that they want to put you all back in chains. And you can source that, and that's, that's out there. So it was, a, it was on a campaign stump speech, and I don't know what candidate it was for. Oh, my. I, that, I'm just appalled at that. I mean, that is a horrendous thing to say. Think of the young uh, children that heard that and... What, what kind of impact? I mean, gee, I, I'm just shocked. Anyway, no, you hey, shouldn't be. You shouldn't be shocked. To, uh, what Joe Biden says. Rush Limbaugh. I grew up listening to AM radio as a kid. Always had a transistor radio and, and grew to make my own antennas for bigger radios. And I just enjoyed listening to faraway stations at night on the skip. You know, uh, even as far as Dallas, Texas. So, AM radio was big to me. I was one of the last people to get involved with FM. I didn't even know what the kids were talking about when they were saying, hey, you, can, you should hear this station they just got. But anyway, you, you mentioned it already. Rush Limbaugh, in my mind, uh, saved the AM band and, and created a tremendous opportunity for people to listen to uh, an alternative to the mainstream media. In, in addition to that, you, you criticized Rush Limbaugh for saying some things. Your guest there said that he is an entertainer. And now we're having this thing on the late-night shows, if you ever stay up late enough to listen to these different people. And the political guests, mainly Democrats, go on that show. And they're, and they're, they're, they're supporting a show where some terrible, terrible things that are say, said in the name of entertainment. So I want to dismiss some of the things that uh, Rush says in the name of entertainment. But I do have to say that I think he's uh, done a wonderful job over his life, uh, given a, an alternative to the mainstream media for you know millions and millions of people and i can just speak for my wife and i you know we're, we're both retired now and we do look forward to when the uh, clock approaches noon we say hey well let's get ready here we'll listen to rush and i'm accused of listening to rush you know 24 7 but I, I do listen to about the first 15 minutes of what he has to say and i i think it's a good a good opportunity for me to to hear what uh, the right has to say about whatever's being talked about today and uh, it's called balance and, uh, and and we need more balance in this country, and and that's all I have to say about Russia. All I right. think he's good, a good thing for the times. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate the call. You're welcome. Uh, one of our listeners says Limbaugh deserve the award for fully exposing the lies and hypocrisy of the left. Well, it's good to have <laughs> the left exposed. It's good to have the right exposed. It's good we to want have everybody exposed. It, it, it's good to have alternatives to to the media but remember the media had it all to itself after Watergate they get greedy and the biases start and uh, you know we've seen what happened since remember every Republican president's a cowboy got to get us into war every Democratic president's going to have world peace um, th those haven't worked out <laughs> we've never had world peace uh, 
two cents. Anybody else on this before we go to a caller here? Well, I just, I see there's one message. How are those words racist? I mean, we have to have a conversation about what racist means. I think when you say that all criminals look like a black leader, that's racist. So it's on you to say it's not. It's not on me to say that Before it you is. say all the NBA players look like uh, black gang members. Uh, so I don't anyway. think that was said. You don't think that's a didn't he, racist? Didn't he say he said all NFL the games look like the Bloods in the Cribs. Oh, uh, yeah, without weapons. NBA. Without yeah, weapons. Sorry. I got the wrong sport. And there's never the Bloods in the Cribs without together without weapons. So <laughs> they always have weapons. Okay. Well, they're also always black, too. It would be the uh, other no, criteria no, to be in there. No, they're, there's all shapes and sizes and colors in the mm. Bloods and the Crips. You don't think they're predominantly black? Uh, their colors are their gang colors. The reds, the blues, the blacks, the golds, whatever. They're predominantly black. Well, I would say They may have other, other good members. They're ecumenical. <laughs> Dan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much. You get a minute of fame. Okay, good morning, guys. Before Rush Limbaugh, your media was all biased to the left. They weren't near what they are today. Today, they're married. They had a happy marriage to the left wing. They're all one group. And when Rush Limbaugh come along, a lot of us were complaining. Like, I was complaining, boy, ABC, NBC, all of them are on the left all the time. They never can talk positive about a conservative Rush Limbaugh come about around and give the conservatives a voice, and he's been hated ever since. Right. None of the left ever say anything good about Rush. He deserved the Medal of Freedom for what he did for our country. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so yep. much, Dan. You really appreciate it. Hey, you too, buddy. Well, you know, I'd say, too, look at a couple of shows. CNN had Crossfire, where they matched some different people from different sides. Uh, public, oh, gosh, he just passed away two years ago, had the uh, roundtable where they would match some uh, moderates, conservatives, and that. I'm trying to think of the gentleman's name. Uh, so, you know, there, there were some things that happened in the 70s into Not the Cronkite? 80s. Cronkite? No. no. No, no. Cronkite was a closet liberal, but he he was a professional journalist until the end. <laughs> till the end. Oh, I mean, he kept his he kept his you know he he was a journalist. Kept his politics. And, to then, and then after Vietnam, he came out. Now, who did he come out against? He came out against President Johnson. So uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's sort of interesting, you know, how, how that works. Wasn't Johnson a Democrat? I right. believe he was, so a- that's, AP that's what it shows. AP today, conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh drew bipartisan criticism yesterday for saying the country won't elect Pete Buttigieg president because he's kissing his husband on stage after debates. Limbaugh's comments came eight days after President Trump awarded him the nation's top civilian honor during the State of the Union address. Trump said Limbaugh inspires millions of people daily and thanked him for decades of tireless devotion to our country. Limbaugh, a staunch Trump ally who recently announced he has advanced lung cancer, made the remark on a syndicated radio show. Buttigieg has finished in the top two in Democrats' first two presidential contests in Iowa and New Hampshire. Quote, they're saying, okay, how's this going to look, Limbaugh said Wednesday, imagining Democrats thinking, 37-year-old gay guy kissing his husband on stage next to Mr. Man Donald Trump. Unquote. Buttigieg didn't directly address Limbaugh's remarks, but at a town hall in Las Vegas last night, he said, I'm proud of my marriage and I'm proud of my husband. Unquote. Lance, you're on the mark. Thank you for calling in. Okay, you know, as I think as myself being a real Rush fan, why uh, the reason why I got with Rush was he articulated 
a tremendous amount of thoughts and ideas I had in my mind but could not articulate. He did this for millions of people all at the same time. All those ideas were out there. All he did was figure it out. How to make money with them. <laughs> I don't know if how to make money Turn it with into them. entertainment. There's no, no, there's there's no doubting that man said he made money. He was a serious driving force good in this country. I'm doggone it. Well, yeah, words are good. Opinions are fabulous, and if it weren't both sides of an issue, we wouldn't even be at this table today. So, yep. Hey, I'm not a, I'm not anti-Rush. I'm glad we have him on one of our stations, and uh, it is what we refer to in the radio business as the revenue-generating portion of our broadcast day down there. So uh, unless we sell it, Rush is going to stay on the air down there, and that's all we'll say about that. Go ahead, Lance. Okay, we'll do give you think the, a Bucknell professor that was as adamant against... Barack Obama, okay, as what this professor is about, President Trump, would have his job for very long. Lance, I can tell you that there are several conservative faculty members at Bucknell who oh do gosh, have their jobs. A ton of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, Alf really? has been here, and uh, Professor Rosu, and well, he's um, I mean, ac- academic <laughs> freedom point. is ferociously defended by faculty, whether whether what the person says is, um, you know, worth defending or, or not. So who's the other can- Wait, conservative? Three out of hundred. Yes, yes, thank Money. you. Thank Al you. Sievers. Hold yeah, it. Tristan so there's has been here. Ten percent conservatives and ninety percent white. Well, I mean, I will trade you ninety percent of the corporate CEOs for ninety percent of the faculty any oh, day. Oh, I take that, and that's <laughs> not true. Uh, we'll go okay. to Silicon Valley right. and look at the CEOs Thank who you so are much, conservatives. Lance. Appreciate and the call. And the other part here, wh- why don't we get uh, who is it? Alexander Riley, the he, professor at Susquehanna. He's at Bucknell. That, not uh, or at Bucknell. I'm sorry that Drexel uh, jumped on here over uh, some things. So you know, th- th- this guy. Drexler, you know, please defend him more because he seems to be a staunch person of, of human dignity with what he's wrote. So he's attacked his fellow peers over. So if Rush Limbaugh calls people a slut and mm-hmm. all these disparaging names, that's good. But, but no, if, we didn't but say if that. Yes, he called the woman who was taking what we're saying is, you know, this professor is making these statements then denying them. So uh, as a you should not trust you should not trust that denial because I can perfectly yeah, imagine I that I mean that website has zero credibility based on how poorly they based on this. you no based on how they they mis they misquoted a tweet and didn't even bother to figure out what it was about anybody who reads that quote even well, the then, plain reading then, of the tweet why, why wouldn't Drexler, can I just finish Ben no the plain why wouldn't Drexler the plain come on of the quote, why wouldn't the plain Drexler reading of come the quote on is not asking for Rush Limbaugh's death why would yes it is it's it not being plucked by eagles that's not death it is a figurative <laughs> reference okay. to Prometheus. Yeah. Which you yeah. should also go, know. Go, go, live, go, right? go live in a world that's 26 hours a day. So he wouldn't take your chance to come on the air and justify well, saying, hey, this is misquote. He's received death threats, oh, so he's Jesus. trying to protect yeah, his okay. family. Yeah, okay. So. What does that mean? Yeah. It, it, so, he's, he, so come on and defend. So you don't defend. believe the death threats, so you don't believe Well, no, come on and defend yourself. What, somebody's going to trace you off the radio to your family? You know, guys, this is getting about knee deep. Of course. Here. Of course, yeah, that happens. Deep. Yeah, of course. Off the air, they're going to find out where they're going to they're going to sink in on his cell phone that he's calling in on. Triangulate that and go to his house. It is I, easy to find people's addresses. Yeah, and I don't think, you don't think uh, death threats well, are a being, problem. Well, being on the air, the being on the, the air right. doesn't affect him it, finding his address. 
you can go to the Bucknell Besides, thing. Besides, it's Valentine's we, Day. His lovely we, bride says, look, about yeah. larger issues I'm than faculty of squabbles. All right, well, we're well, going to talk about larger issues when we come back. If you want to talk about hypocrites, Rush Limbaugh has said that everybody who's arrested for drugs should have more jail time, and he walked away with a pretty sweet deal for his oxycodone. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was a uh, doctor shopper, and he should be, uh, the law should be put on so him as anyone else. too, right? I mean, I think, I think people run, uh, he he was a doctor shopper, He's a, but let's let's take the less point on this. we got to take a break. Hold, Hold that it. thought. Let's Hold be that kind. Hold that thought. We're going to be kind. When we return, we're going to dig into the deepest issue in the world when we return. Wait. Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow. Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes. And they start as low as $21,960. (laughs) Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer. And they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. Well, we got bumper music. That's okay. We got the bumper music finally on. Are we supposed to talk? Yeah, we're supposed oh. to talk. So uh, Mark Lawrence has stepped out. He is. Uh, he looks like he's doing some yoga in the hallway there. But uh, uh, so, Jordy, important issues. Let's let's get to the important issues. Which do you want to jump on first? I appreciate you offering me that. Um, I mean, I think uh, the fact that health care costs continue to rise year after year above inflation and that eats away at, you know, what people earn, that seems to me a, a real important issue for people, um, you know, across the aisle and all parts of the country. And, you know, that seems to me far more important than arguing about Rush Limbaugh's legacy or what a poem means. Well, uh, I think health care has been a uh, football for both parties. Uh, we haven't got, uh, we haven't, interesting about the Trump administration, they're not uh, under the thumb of Big Pharma. Uh, however, Big Pharma does control a lot of legislators in Washington on both sides of the fence. Uh, if you if you look at the lack of competition, I believe in healthcare, uh, there there's a problem there. You look at the insurance companies, and uh, how how insurance works. Basically, insurance does everything not to pay you uh, at times and until the proofs are the policies are written in their favor. Uh, you you need a uh, I say a whole uh, group of lawyers sometimes to look at your insurance policy to decipher what you are covered. Uh, however, I would say some of the strides in the Trump administration, the openness of, uh, of costing, meaning that now when you go into a hospital, uh, Jordy, you, you said, you know, you tweaked your knee a little bit. So uh, if you went to uh, uh, Geisinger or Evan in our area or you chose Williamsport to go up there to do an MRI and the cost was $35, $210, you know, you have a choice now as a consumer. I, I would hope we could get the insurance scenario under control and let the consumers be in, be in control. Uh, however, two things to look at and 
and uh, I know this is going to be somewhat superficial. You look in the 70s when insurance started taking over health care, and you see what's happened from there. You look in the 70s when students' loans and and the higher education uh, scenario happened where loans were guaranteed by the government, per se, you know, there's different levels of that. And you look at the cost of health care and look at the cost of higher education from 1978 till now, and I think you see two, two groups that have gotten way out of control. Uh, health care, if you don't have good health care, you pass away. Uh, if you don't have good education, you can go educate yourself. At least you have a chance. So I would say health care would be the priority. Um, no, I think uh, I was coming in here anticipating somebody saying, uh, oh, well, you know, you come from the left. You can say nothing good about Trump. And that was actually the one thing from my memory that I think is interesting is pushing for transparency on pricing. It is hard to have any kind of a market for insurance or pharmaceutical or anything if you don't have uh, transparent prices. And if you don't have an equal amount of power among you know buyers and sellers, that's something that you know people tend to celebrate. I'm not saying you're saying this now, but that the market is always great. I'm like, well, you know, the market has to meet certain conditions. Um, I think with healthcare, it can be tricky because you know, if we're talking about procedures, uh, that's never going to be a fair market for consumers. If I need treatment for a heart attack, it's not a situation where I can do careful comparison shopping. So, analogies between you know buying a TV versus buying uh, healthcare choices, I think, are always going to break down. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think there's some dilution there. I agree with you. Your doctor then says, "Hey, Jordy, I like you to go to Doctor mm-hmm. Sh- uh, uh, Sean up here, or, or uh, uh, Doctor John. She's she's very good cardiologist. So, you know, your doctor's going to steer you that way. But I will say this, and I and I've lost the name of it, but what was the, um, oh, uh, the, the, the pre-trial uh, Trump administration passed where if you're, quote-unquote, sort of on the terminally ill pass, unfortunately, you can then take the... Oh, the death panels? The, no, no, the testing drugs. Drugs that aren't oh, 100% by the FDA. Experimental. The, but that, that was a great point. And again, the media won't give that to the Trump administration, but that means if, if somebody is in the stages... Uh, and there's drugs that are coming down the pipeline. The FDA DA hasn't approved them. They're in the trial y- phase. Y- you can then you can then go kind of petition letting, to get letting people take the risk on for take themselves. Take the risk for themselves, and I think that's a very positive. Harry, and you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Harry, I I consider. How are you guys? The uh, I consider the uh, the uh, the insurance uh, debate pretty much healthcare debate pretty much just about health insurance availability if you look at what the affordable care act that was only about getting insurance for people until medicine is about till health care is about medical care and not just handing out prescriptions you won't change anything in this country with it and the wrong people are in charge of writing the laws with it and until doctors have the courage to say no we know more than the insurance company it won't change i will give you a practical example about five years ago, I had shoulder surgery. I had to go to uh, physical therapy. Physical therapist says I need 18 sessions. The insurance company said I need six. Now, who should I believe in that situation? Somebody who's trained or somebody who's sitting behind the desk making, trying to make more money for their company rather than looking out for somebody's care. And until we have the courage to say the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies know crap about medicine, then it will never change. 100%. And remember, those uh, those lobbyists for big pharma and insurance companies are down there because usually if you're uh, the insurance companies 
you know, paying for something, there's some prescriptions that go along with it, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, Harry, I have to say, I, I had you, when you gave me those numbers, I had you at eight because I know you're a tough guy. So uh, uh, I, I could be wrong, too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, as it went along, I probably could have used about 24. <laughs> I wasn't as tough as I thought. <laughs> no, but th- those are the practical situations, and uh, you know the insurances are the problem. Uh, also, exactly. the, the transparencies between uh, you know I look at it this way: why is gas in Lewisburg priced twenty, thirty, forty, sometimes fifty percent less than gas on the strip uh, down in Seals Grove uh, over in Northumberland? Yep. I mean, the, the, you know, the, uh, you know, economics don't come in, but no, I would agree. Jordy pointed out. Uh, the healthcare buying power and the control of the insurance companies uh, are, are, well, are a factor here. And, it, and I find it also intriguing when you talk about healthcare. We worry about, and rightly so, we worry about the opioid epidemic. And yet, the only thing that is done when you go to a doctor is you just get put on medication. And, we, and then we're trying to tell somebody, oh, you know, taking medic- taking stuff is bad, but that's all that they do. They don't do anything as far as healthcare. It's strictly medication. And, and, you know, that's a mindset that has to change before there can be any health care reform. And that's what we should be talking about, health care reform. We, uh, we talk about health care reform, but it's strictly insurance reform that gets delivered. That's all. No, I was, and it costs everybody more. Yeah, I, I would say that's fair. And remember, over-medication gave us a song, Inna Gata Devita. All right. Thank you so much, <laughs> yeah. Harry. Thanks for the call. Mike, you're going to give us the last word, then we got to take a quickie break. Go right ahead. Mike, going once. Uh, who are you referring to? You. Me? Wow. I don't know. Nobody sees that. The memory in this this country astounds me. I was still working when, when uh, Limbaugh came on the air, and the first couple of years of his career, he got famous by demeaning stepping on and and uh, talking like uh, Bill, imitating Bill Clinton's uh, speech patterns. Does, does nobody remember that? Sure. That, that's what made him famous. Now, he didn't talk about anything but Bill Clinton. Now, I don't know how that's a international in scope for the <laughs> well, kept AM upwelling of, of humanity, to tell you the truth. <laughs> it helped well, AM radio, and so that that's helped all the culture. Did. Well, Limbaugh went syndicated in, in 1988. Clinton came on the scene in 91, uh, so there was a couple years before that, but uh, yeah, certainly... Well, you uh, got to admit, now, he got shtick. famous for imitating Bill Clinton. He did the best Bill Clinton imitation that there was yeah. for <laughs> several years. You know that, right? You remember that? It even yep. made Rich Little envious. Yeah, better than Daryl Hammond's on Saturday Night Live? That's the one Better than all of them. He was the best. He was the best. All right, thank and, you and so much, Mike. I got one Mike. other little thing. I keep hearing uh, the conservative sector talking about the media. Like uh, Fox, who claims to be number one, One American News, Newsmax, and conservative <laughs> talk radio, like what? They don't exist? They're in an alternative universe where they're not part of the media? They are also the media. Is that not correct? Well, I don't think they're Main Street media, the ABCs, the CBS. Well, they're, they're on 20, the 24-7. Like, like, doesn't, doesn't Fox, Fox isn't mainstream the, media. Doesn't Fox have the most viewers from like 6 to 10 p.m.? Doesn't that well, make them mainstream? Isn't the most viewers mainstream? I, I wouldn't say the mainstream media. The one in most, the one in the NBC, CBS, Oh, you would say, oh, this ABCs is your opinion now. This, this are, is, or are the mainstream sort of media. Fact. The New York Times, well, uh, again, this is an opinion show, Mike. So, <laughs> oh, oh, so sorry, okay. sorry we're going to give our opinions. 
Uh, but you right. know, you look at the New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, Chicago Tribune. Uh, you look at ABC, NBC, CBS. Those are the larger and and mainstream. What's interesting is the numbers you talk about. Fox and these other alternatives have uh, got into their viewership. So look at nineteen. Let's say nineteen. 95, look at the viewership and look at the... Are you trying to tell me that that these people aren't media? Yeah, I know. We never said that. that. All you say is the media. media. Look at the mainstream media. The media this, the media that. I I don't know the difference between mainstream media and Fox News. Mainstream media is the larger media corporations that are, uh, again, the ABCs, CBSs, and... and, You're you're grouping (laughs) them together. No, no, those are the larger television networks. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate uh, yeah, Mike, I'm glad we could give you a chuckle. Uh, again, superficial information, but again, look, look at the larger media groups and look at 2000, look where the viewership, and I think it's great to have two alternative medias because the mainstream media had it basically to themselves before. Now you see some alternatives and people can make their choices. Go whichever uh, fit, view both, read both, and uh, you're probably going to be able to make opinion. All right, we're going to wrap up in a few moments. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is coming off with their best-selling year in its 105-year history. SMC is committed to Ford Motor Company to sell a 1,000 new Fords in 2020. Wow! Pick from 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Escapes, and they start as low as $21,960. (laughs) Take up to $7,500 off MSRP of the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer, and they're priced from just $33,965. Sunbury Motors is Central PA's truck capital. Choose from over 120 Ford F-150s and Super Duties. Mmm, Super Duty. The F-Series truck has been the number one selling vehicle for 43 consecutive years, and SMC has them on sale for as low as $26,794. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley's transportation needs for over a century. On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street Sunbury's where they got all the Fords and the Hyundais and the Lincolns. That's where Ben's Lincoln is parked. And the Routes 11 and 15 Hummelsworth Kia dealership. That's where my oh, Telluride geez. is parked. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. Do as I do. Get pumped up with nitrogen there. They also got the alignment shop, the body shop, uh, everything else shop there. And they would just love to see you there. You can make your appointment at sunburymotors.com or you can just show up and say, hey, Hey, pump me up with nitrogen, please, and they'll take good care of your tires. Uh, they got online specials at sunburymotors.com. They sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln. Go see Jason, Mickey, Jeff, Mike, or Ernie, or many of the other folks down there, and they will take super deluxe, extra wonderful care of you. You get 30 seconds. Ben, go. Uh, interesting week will come up. We'll, we'll see the uh, bar situation die down because the recommendations the uh, what, we'll, what we'll see next week is probably some more movement in the economy with the uh, potential trade agreements with China uh, also uh, you'll see uh, the press try to tamp down the uh, I got to the stop you there that, uh, that Trump Jordy, will have uh, Sunday I'll give you the last word uh, yeah I think that health care as our caller said, healthcare, the healthcare insurance, and then actual healthcare delivery are the dominant issues in most people's lives. And people should look 
to the presidential campaign with the candidate who can can affect the most change in in that area. And very last thing, I think if we learn one thing from today, it's that you should read poetry uh, and more of it. <laughs> on the air, on, on, on yes. the mark every Friday. Well, from now on on Friday, we're reading a little poetry. poetry. Friday. We'll call it the Comas Hour. Jordy Comas, <laughs> Ben Reichley, I'm Mark Lawrence. This is WKOK Sunbury. <laughs>